Hello, people. How are you tonight? Um, I just decided to see what's going on in the world and just tell you about this amazing experience and validation that I had the other day. Um, so, as you all know, I'm coming into my um, my journey with my psychic mediumship and discovering who I am all over again, but a newer me, a higher, a higher evolved me. And um, so I've been looking into doing uh, missing cases. Like I got involved with, you know, testing my strength and different kind of things. That's why I stopped doing um, Facebook Live with my readings, you know, because I felt like I was, I felt like to me, I was repeating myself because it's like the same people over and over and over asking about, you know, which I don't mind, you know what I mean? Asking about loved ones, which I would definitely do in a heartbeat because I understand when you lose someone you love and the fact that you have been blessed with a gift and, you know, it's ugly to be selfish and greedy and be like, no, 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 you know, you got to pay this much or whatever the right thing is which I understand too in both sides because, you know, I was the one who lost a father back in 2011 and to come across um, people with abilities, I always wanted to do it, you know, to give it a try and see, but it was just not in me. And plus I never had the funds for it. So I understand where it comes, people come from and I understand that, you know I mean? They don't have the money, so I still do it either way. Because who am I to hold their loved one who needs to give them a message to let them know they're going to be okay and let them know and reassure them that they are all right in heaven and whatnot. And um, I just was feeling the whole, I'm um, being, I felt like me as a person, the old me, I would rush things, rush things. I was always rushing into everything just to make sure I got it done and out of the way. And I always had to be on top of everyone and focus and stay to a schedule and had to have to control, like, you know, like I just said in the last um, um, chat, the last podcast thing, um, how I felt like I had to control the steering wheel. If not, if I let go, we're going to crash. You know what I mean? Like that kind of feeling. We're going to crash or something bad's going to happen that I just don't want to happen. You know what I mean? I don't I don't wanna be responsible for something that I had no control of. I'd rather have control. And it's like it was hard. It was very hard. Like I couldn't get my hand my hands felt like it was so dented in to my life the way I had it. Is I just couldn't let go. But I started focusing on meditating. I started focusing on able to release things that no longer served me, release pain from the past. Just be okay with everything. Say forgiveness. Forgiveness for what that was and it's no longer going to continue moving with you to the future. You know what I mean? And it is very hard. It is. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh yeah, it was easy. I, I did it real quick. No. Mm-mm. It wasn't because I'm a person that has to have control of things. Have to control things. I have to 
prepare myself to fall. I'm already preparing, you know what I mean? So this um, awakening had me, well, I had to, but like a force kind of thing to let go, just to let go. Let go of the will if we, you know what I mean? Nothing's going to happen. Have someone else steer the wheel besides me. You know, when you get in the car, mom, husband, friend, brother, sister, cousin are driving and, you know, they're bad drivers. But you know you're going to be okay. And it was that trust. You have to trust somebody. And I couldn't trust anybody with my life or with people that I love so much. I can't trust them. But you know what? I had to let go. And that was the main big thing that was very difficult in the beginning. And I just finally couldn't take it. I took a good three-hour meditation to assure myself everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be all right. I let go. I leave it in your hands. Wherever I go, I know I'm going to be safe. And so I did, little by little. I'm still still kind of gripping on there. But um, it's working because I no longer hold anger to past pain. I no longer hold anger for the fact that my father left us. I mean, he didn't leave us. He left us for God. But the fact that I felt him being stubborn and not listening to where it cost him his life. You know what I mean? And it was all that. And not being that family. And that took a big toll on me. It, it did. It took a big toll. And it felt like what I grew up with, you know, your, your new normal is not normal no more. You held on to I held on to that for a long time. And, and it's something that I feel bad about. Because I didn't, I hurt people I loved for, you know, mistakes that I made back then. And I heard it myself, and I had a good cry. But then that, I became okay. I became all right. And then I started feeling a change, another change coming. But I think I'm getting so much off subject. I'm just, it's, it's like, I'm so excited. I don't know. I'm just so freaking excited. I want to yell. I want to scream like, yes, finally, finally. Oh my God, I'm so proud of myself. And I never really been that proud of myself. And it's kind of sad to say, you know, to people that I don't know, to you all, but you know what? This is why I made this podcast to let you in on me. Let you in on me being me and the things I held in. And this is all part of that spiritual journey I talked to you about. This is all about releasing, letting go, becoming aware of your past, becoming aware of the trauma that you went through, the change, the sadness, the hurt, the backstabbing. It's actually like, you know how we always swept it under the rug, swept it under the rug? This is how the spiritual awakening feels like. They throw off that rug and all that dirt you piled under there to sweep it under there like you never seen it, it never happened, ignoring it and but yet you feel that, you feel it, you feel it unbalanced. This feeling of the spiritual awakening is like, rips that whole rug off and makes you look. There it is. 
What do you want to do with it? You decide. And you know what? It worked because, you know, it was like I was like that song, Waiting to Exhale um, by Juicy World. Yeah, that song hits hard. And every time I hear it, I get so many chills going up and down my body. Like I, when I get these chills, it means what he's saying is the truth. That song is him crying out for help. And it is so sad. When I hear that song, I related so much to it. And I cried too for that because this kid, this young, barely starting his life, is crying out for help. But yet, the people that own him make money off of him. And that's the truth. And it's sad. But anyways, I'm just... um off subject it's just a lot of excitement and everything that's coming to me it's like okay talk 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 about this talk about that talk. so spirits calm down let's relax and let our viewers know why i'm excited so how i said in the beginning how i was um i took a break from facebook and doing live videos of channeling and whatnot and um i remember when i first came into my ability to channel spirits with the clairvoyancy, I was able to see things from the past, present. I'm not going to say future because it's, our future is never certain. If we find out what it is that we're going to have in the future or do in the future, we're going to focus on it, but we're going to kind of mess it up in a little way. So we don't do the whole future. I don't do the whole, I could tell your future kind of thing. But I was suddenly brought into a woman messaging me about a case of a, a victim and her child being involved in this murder case. And I couldn't help her. I told her, I can't, I'm sorry. I felt it's ongoing. Like it's something stirred it up again and I cannot tell you anything. Spirit, Spirit will not let me say nothing to you about that because in a couple of months, things are going to come out. And it's going to hurt. That's all I could tell her. And when, um, okay, when I was, I had a, I met a lady named Helen and this woman is amazing. Okay. I'm sorry guys. I'm just like jumping all over the place. I'm so sorry. But I met a, a lady who suddenly, um, became a big part of this journey with me and made me feel more at ease about what I was going through. And I talked to her. She's another psychic medium. And I told her, hey, um, I came across this case where a woman has messaged me about so-and-so, so-and-so. And I can't get nothing from her. And I feel, I told her, no, I couldn't help her already before I even messaged um, Helen. And it was just like, she told me the truth. Like, you can't get him. You got to be careful on what you say. And I felt that, like, it's not something you should be telling her because it's not in her favor kind of thing. So I just like, oh, I understand. I understand. Like, but I really feel strongly the son is involved, but plain innocent. And she goes, yeah, I feel it too. But, you know, we can't say nothing until it comes out. You know? So this was back in March of 2020. The first time I ever decided to try 
a different approach in my ability of this clairvoyancy. It was with unsolved and missing uh, murder cases. And um, so I left it alone. You know, you know, life happens more of in-tuning myself, more of evolving fast. I felt myself evolving rapidly and growing more and more and more and more, like, like a balloon. How you put it on the lithium thing and it just blows. And that's how I felt myself like a balloon, like of, of everything that has to do with the spiritual, the spiritual realm, the whole psychic thing. It was like, oh, quick, I already, I already knew what I had to do. You know what I mean? And um, so I mean, kept going, kept going. Well, here comes four days ago, the woman, the victim of this case that I totally forgot. I honestly do. I do forget when I channel, my mind is like, I'm gone. Spirit's taking over and he's ready to rock and roll. <laughs> and um, anyways, three, no, four days ago, I got this image of the victim and she kept coming to me and kept coming to me. And I'm like, why is she coming to me? And I've been seeing a lot of um, scenario visions of that kind of visions of that kind of um, situations of victims being missing and murder cases. And it was around the time where that Sebastian Rodriguez, I'm so sorry if I messed up his name, but here in San Antonio, there was a case of a missing 17 year old named Sebastian. And it really hurt my heart because he's a baby. You know what I mean? I'm a mother of boys and to feel the mother's pain it, it was heavy, heavy. And um, I suddenly started getting images, shapes, because when I see spirit, when they're coming to me, I don't see them as the picture, like the picture you might have as your loved ones or you. I don't see them like that. I see them as black figures that, that are just a black shaped figure, all black. And the vision, how it portrays it, like, like a shadow, it's your shadow walking back and forth. You know, when you walk, you, you don't really pay attention. It, it comes quick or that little thing in the corner of your eye, you just like feel like something there and you look and it's gone. Well, that's how this, the images come to you like that. And then the, I know you're all thinking like, well, if they're black figures, how do you know what they look like and how do you describe them, their hair, their clothes, their height and what they may do? You know what I mean? Like as a, a little tick, that you know, everybody has a tick, like, fingers tapping on the tables and whatnot or I sense to smell something of theirs or feel um music but um I kept getting um this is the image that they show is just the figure and it, it gives me a height and where it the ages and whatnot at the ages of that they are the victims are and we all have intuition so, you know, how like that gut feeling like, oh, my shoes are red, but they're really white. And it's like that intuition, like, intuition, like, uh, no, it's not. No, 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 no. Kind of thing. So my gut intuition told me it has like black hair. He were, he, there's two things. I'm still doing that case, even though I'm doing it solo, but I'm still trying to help out in a little way. 
and maybe if I come into something, I could report it to police and whatnot. But that's a whole different segment. But anyways, so with this woman, this girl victim that started coming to me four days ago, like I felt like she was giving me that feeling of you're about to find out. You're about to find out. And that suspense kind of thing and that, oh, my God, like, like, uh, like, it's going to happen. But I just did not know what. And that's something that I'm still working on, too, like to get focused a little bit more because the overwhelming of their energy like drains me so quick where I'm just I feel like I ran a marathon. And so I was like, why is she coming to me? Why? So when things kind of get hard for me to understand them through the voices of, I hear from them, and the voices could be like a tapping on the wall and I hear, I'll hear, within the tap, I could hear a voice. Or when I have my headphones on over the frequency, even though I have nothing playing just to clog my ears, I hear the voices or the TV's on or the fans on or just the air or the wind. I hear voices. It's so crazy. I know, but it's pretty pretty cool in a way i think everything i experience is so crazy but so freaking cool at the same time and um so she kept coming and i kept feeling that that like confirmation is coming confirmation something that's gonna happen with her is gonna prove something to me but i never really i was it was late at night i was so tired and whatnot so i was like okay well you know if it i'll get more in tune and see what she's wanting for me and so here comes three days later which was yesterday I got a sudden message out of the blues that blew me away of the woman that contact contacted me in March about her child being involved in this case and me not telling her anything but me seeing what I saw of how he was involved and tried to play innocent proved I was right. He was found guilty of that murder case. And I felt like a relief. I felt like I could breathe. And this is, wasn't me feeling it. I was feeling the young woman that lost her life. And she went from dark, and she from this dark cloud that covered her to this beautiful, beautiful, bright white light beautiful light and it was so peaceful and so calm and so just tears of joy because she got her justice she got what sometimes some you know victims don't get and she shined bright and they welcomed her on the other side and it was a beautiful thing. But before she left, she uh, told me to tell the mother of the accuser why it is I couldn't say anything. And the fact that she, the, the mother of the accuser, would pray to her and ask, you know, help her son and let the truth come out. And I go, your truth has come out even though it hurt you, she wants forgiveness. And this soul, this young woman had such a forgiving soul and for, asked for forgiveness for her because in the end, two mothers 
well, actually four, four mothers lost their children that day. One that can no longer come back and those that can no longer come out. You know what I mean? So it was forgiveness. The woman cried, I cried. And I watched this soul cross over into this light and disappear. And it was the most beautiful thing. The first time I ever seen a soul that went from dark to bright, like, oh, kind of thing, where she opened. She finally had to let go of that and just keep going, keep going to light. And this right here made me feel like, okay, why did you do all that? And I'm like thinking to myself, why did you do it? So I doubt, it's, I had doubted myself. I kept doubting myself. And something told me, go back to the messages where you had your mentor, Helen, to go back to the messages that I had from March and you'll see. So um, somehow ended up on her, on my, our messenger and I went all the way back to March and bam, right there it said, oh, it, me explaining to her of this case that this woman suddenly came to me and I couldn't tell her nothing, but her son is involved, very strongly is involved and he has a major part in it. And I feel like it's not going to be in her favor. And that told me right there and then, this is what I was supposed to do. This is how I'm going to help people heal them the way I always wanted to. And it's, yeah, it could be through channeling spirits, yes. But the major part of it is the missing and unsolved cases that families throughout the years dwell and cry and hurt and live in agony, not knowing what happened to their babies or their loved ones, their husbands, their wives, their mothers, their sisters, brother. It's something that I just felt overly enjoyed and excited and so happy and so proud and so confident and so amazing. And I felt all this love for something that I never felt before all this. I was never proud of myself before all this. And, it, and it's, it's, it's sad to say, but that's how much I felt like I didn't belong in the world because I felt like I was meant to do more, but never knew what. I was felt unsatisfied with life because there was nothing on this earth that I wanted to do. And some people may feel like that. Some people may may experience that. Some people may even, you mean, don't feel like they belong. They feel like they're from somewhere else. They feel out of place. They feel they're not part of them because they're so different. And you know what? Maybe it's because they are intuitive. I always thought common sense ran with everybody or that I came across and apparently I'm the only one that had common sense and others were like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> like, don't you know if you cross the street without the red light, without the, the red light on, you could get hit by a car? Oh, no, no, I didn't know that. Like that kind of thing. And it gave me, it get, got me so frustrated and it was so embarrassing to look back on everything that I thought was like, oh my God, these people, oh my God, this, oh my God, that. What is wrong with it? Why are they so difficult? But you know what? It was that whole common sense of intuition. And I'm so thankful to be on this new journey, this new path that honestly I am so ready for and so 
deserving of it. And that's what I'm able to do is um, thank the heavens, thank our Lord, thank the angels, thank my spirit, I thank the universe for allowing me to be awakened, allowing me to experience things that some people may never have or might have, but later when the time comes for them. And um, when you do, just know that it's going to be a hell of a crazy ride. You're going to feel alone. You're going to feel you're, like you're going crazy. You should really belong in a state hospital. You're going to feel a whole shift. And when things, when you're around people that think negative and that have ugly remarks about others, or they're just so frustrating with themselves and they bring off like that heat wave of energy, of like frustration. And if you're an empathic, you will be soaking all that up like a sponge and you will feel sick to the bone. That's all I can say. So when that happens, please go outside, take off your shoes or sit in the grass and meditate on letting go of what you just absorbed in, releasing everything to the ground. And this is your your root chakra, and it's going to be the color red, and the root chakra is your feet. So that's why you, you know, you put your toes in the dirt or put them in the sand, anywhere you can dig a hole or just sit there and let your feet in the, on, on the earth. And just take, inhale, exhale, and just say, I release. All that no longer serves me into the ground. And just imagine a big root that comes out of your feet that makes its way all the way into the ground. And then visualize all that toxic that you just absorb by a person that's so negative and that's full of anger. Feel it getting sucked out of you as the root is throbbing while releasing it into the ground. And that is your cleansing for becoming balanced with your root chakra. And you will feel light again. You will feel balance again. And you will feel like you just took a big, fresh, big, I can't even talk. I'm just like imagining it right now. Um, you take like a big deep breath and just let all the toxic out of your body. But um, yeah, that that's something that I have experienced, and that is something that I'm so proud of to finally have an actual confirm validation on a reading, my first reading ever for a murder case to become reality that what i saw and what i felt and what i felt i knew was the truth and it did come to light that day found guilty can you believe that and just i got i laughed at the doubt i had i'm like you thought you won and this proves i'm no longer going to let you control this thing that i'm so passionate about I'm not going to let doubt control and bring me fear of doing something that I 
so long waited for and to feel like, what if I'm not good enough? What if I say this wrong? You know what? You do not exist to me anymore, doubt. You do not scare me. You do not control me in any way because I am a free soul. I am loved. I'm full of light. I'm full of laughter. And the fear and doubt and worry no longer no longer exists to me. So I want to say thank you to all for listening to me. And um, I know I was all over the place, but I'm still learning. I just like to talk a lot. And so, yeah, <laughs> if you have any questions, you know, feel free to message me. And I'm sure going to put up my Facebook link. And I don't know. I don't know how to do all this other stuff. I am just want to get what I've been through out there. I just want people to know that, hey, you're not alone. Hey, I'm here for you. And I'm here to help you. And I'm here to let you know what you're going through is, is not crazy. Or what you're seeing is not, you know, bad things. 